With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The Colgate Raiders are the kings of the Patriot League. The Illini celebrate. Clark Kellogg's here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Once you get there, you better strap it on and play because whoever's in front of you typically can beat you if you don't perform. Earlier on the show, ESPN college basketball analyst Jay Billis, host of Peacock's Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. Coming up, Pro Football Hall of Famer Kurt Warner. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. Kurt Warner, my Hall of Fame friend, joining me in about 20 minutes' time to talk about all the quarterback carousels that are spinning right now and may not actually um, spin off its axis when it's all said and done. Is there, is, is there really going to be uh, only uh, Goff and Wentz finding new spots with Stafford and that'll be the end of it? And because uh, Cam staying put, and what if Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson stay put? And what if the Jets decide to keep Sam Darnold? And that would leave the Bears essentially, as Mike Florio said last hour, looking maybe at Trubisky, running it back with him. I mean, that would be, you want to talk about tough sells to your fan base. Um, that would be something else. You can't quit Mitch. That, that, that'll, be the, that'll be the hashtag for the, for the, for, for, the, uh, <laughs> for the Chicago Bears. Hashtag can't quit Mitch. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll talk about all of this stuff with, uh, with Kurt Warner here on the Rich Eisen Show. As uh, um, He is just like Drew Brees, um, a Walter Payton Man of the Year Award winner. And then Kurt's bust will be in Canton when, uh, when Drew goes into Canton, Ohio in uh, the 2026 season. That'll be, that'll be phenomenal for Drew Brees, um, obviously, and his family. That is, uh, that is definitely going to happen. We talked about the brackets with Jay Billis here on the Rich Eisen Show. If you missed anything, go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Uh, we're monitoring everything going on in the NFL in terms of free agent signings. The Patriots have been a bit active. Uh, earlier in the show, I mentioned how Aaron Jones was, the, as far as I'm concerned, the best signing that I've seen um, so far, Shaq Barrett was a must-have, too, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the way that he's been sacking the quarterbacks uh, the last couple of years and forcing fumbles, and he's become an absolute force down uh, in Central Florida for the defending Super Bowl champions. Um, I loved the Aaron Jones signing. Uh, again, uh, I'm, I'm here for all takers. Name me in the NFL a better quarterback, running back, wide receiver tandem than uh, the two Irons and Devontae Adams. We're, we're hard-pressed. The only thing that uh, you could say that surpasses them in terms of three players would be Mahomes, Hill, and and Kelsey in Kansas City. If you just want to name, however, running back, wide receiver, quarterback tandem, uh, I'm, I'm here for all comers on that front. Yeah. Um, and and uh, Green Bay's got, uh, got, got the best in the NFL, and I love the Aaron Jones signing. Uh, Drew Brees announcing today on the Today Show that he's going to join NBC Sports. He'll be in the booth for Notre Dame football. He'll also be in the studio for Sunday Night Football, uh, uh, Football Night in America. Looks like uh, Brees and um, is trading out um, Michael Thomas for um, 
uh, Mike Tirico looks like. <laughs> Can't guard Mike Tirico. There you go. I'm just coming up with all these hashtags. I hope Tariko changes his Twitter to, to that. To Can't Guard Mike? That would be, just Can't Guard Mike Tariko. Can't Guard Mike, uh, and then parentheses Tariko. would be phenomenal. Although Tariko is, uh, you know, is, is great a, 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 if you will, quarterback, than, uh, as Drew Brees is an actual quarterback. 844-204-RICH number to dial. Before we get to your news update, our friend Jeff in Detroit's been hanging on for damn near two hours. Always love uh, going on what's going on inside his mind. What's up, Jeff? How are you? Hey, what's going on, Unc Sellers? It's good talking with hey, you guys. What's I got a name for the boat. Uh, sound Investment. Sound. I, that I like that, Jeff. Back, that, uh, yeah. Sound Investment. Can that fit, nice can, can that fit on the current boat, but no, the bigger boat will? Not a bigger boat. Okay. That's just another reason to get another another boat, Jeff. But yeah, thanks, Jeff. And if, and if I could uh, spring something forward, I probably would spring for the Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford situation to see what that would yield. Because me being a Detroit fan, it's almost like I was not really paying attention, but now it's starting to get my attention. I'm ta- hearing people talking about golf. And once again, you start drinking the blue Kool-Aid. You just want to see what ends up happening. And finally, uh, Rich. Yes, sir. I was wondering, Tom Brady. At the end of his career, with them giving him an extension, what do you see him doing next? Is he going to be in a booth? Is somebody no. going to just throw so much money at him that he just can't help him but to go into the booth? Or does he remain coaching? Because Bruce Arians says how he's a coach on the field, and I could honestly see him, you know, coaching. Well, I mean, there's many different there's many different paths that you could take. Uh, I, I would think, you know, um, and thanks for the call, Jeff. Always a thought-provoking right, question from good, Jeff brother. in Detroit. You've got the Peyton Manning approach right which is hang with the family do whatever business deals you want to do go play golf with you know uh, with tiger and phil and tom right and always leave that uh broadcasting option out there and you could do what breeze is doing is going the broadcast route right away or you could do what Strahan is doing, which is mixing both the Peyton and Breeze thing, which has, you know, become the Dick Clark of uh, of the generation, and uh, also continue your business. I, I just don't see Tom as a broadcaster. I don't think he's. I don't see him as a broadcaster or a coach. What I about kinda, an owner? Well, we could choose the Jordan route. Exactly. There he goes the Michael Jordan route. The Jeter Jordan route. G, GM owner. I think owner. that. Yeah. I think the Jordan Jeter route That's is going to be I the think. more of the Tom Brady route. Kind of what I think. That's the way I see. And then, of course, everyone on his team will be on the TB12 plan. And they'll play till they're 50. Even the linemen, right? <laughs> well, I guess he's got to sign everyone to long-term contracts that way, right? <laughs> right. That's the, I, I, if I had to guess, I, I would say that's for, for Brady. That'd be my guess. Ownership, right? Go own it. I mean, politics? Uh, who knows? I don't know about that. He doesn't strike me as very political. I know that, you know, no, any time really. that anything politics for him has come up, Breeze, I thought, would be in politics. Maybe, but he's going the broadcaster route, and uh, NBC is richer for it. Eight four four two zero four rich is the number to dial. Kurt Warner coming up, but let's get a news update uh, from from uh, the uh, main columnist of the year of what what year was it? Two thousand nine. Uh, it's Chris Brockman, everybody. And now with a report of the day's news from the world of sports and entertainment. Someone who is not a journalist or newsman by any definition of the word whatsoever. It's Chris Brock. Hi, Christopher. What do you got over All here? right. You mentioned some of the uh, big free agent signings. Let's just run those down real quick with some dollars attached. Bucks giving Shaq Barrett four-year deal up to $72 million, $36 million guaranteed. 
Patriots are spending money. Tight end, Titans tight end Johnny Smith goes to the Pats. Four-year, $50 million deal, 31.25 guaranteed. Also signed Dolphins nose tackle as well. And according to Ian Rappaport, Patriots may not be done making a major push to sign Ravens pass, pass rusher Matt Judon per him and Mike Garofalo. Okay. All Patriots right. going for it on defense, too. They need to get better up there as well. I love it. Look at them Let's spending. Go. I mean, like and they the, got the sixty-five, you know, and change. And I know, but normally that's the, you know usually you reserve that to maybe re-sign some of your own. But the cupboards bare a little bit up there, huh? Yeah, Joe Tooney too. Keep an eye on him. The uh, their big time guard. They're uh, trying to work on a long term deal there, but also he's receiving major interest from other teams. So we'll see. Pa- pa- Patriots may not be done. Uh, Jeremy Fowler said uh, the Panthers and Cam Irving working on a deal, two years, ten million. Uh, Aaron Jones, you mentioned Pat, uh, Rich re-ups with the Packers, four years, $48 million. Right. Some NBA news, TJ mentioned Joe Embiid's going to miss two weeks. Bone bruise in that knee. If you saw it over the weekend, it was frightening. looked terrible. Looked like it was all over for him, but two weeks with a bone bruise. Okay, so he's okay. And so he's we'll, okay. Okay, we'll get he's him back okay. in the mix. He's okay. I know. And so the news really to come out of this, um, outside of the fact that he's okay, is that you texted TJ. Well, he's a huge Sixers fan. And you didn't text me. Because he's on your fantasy team? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're not going to win our fantasy league, so... I know that, because I've fallen apart. The Sixers have a chance to maybe go to the final. So if 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 you're an NBA player and you're about to be traded from your team or you're about to be bought out from your team, um, you're on my team. (laughs) <laughs> and and if you can't play for weeks on end because your team's essentially said you're done, uh, you're on my team. Uh, by the way, I could start. I'm I'm close to starting an all star team with them. For for instance, I've got a front court all settled. Mm-hmm. Blake and Andre yeah. Drummond and L- Lamarcus Aldridge. Oh, no, you have, you have oh yeah, I've got him. So when Pop comes out of the out of the uh, the all star break, saying yeah, I've I've uh, I've told Lamarcus Aldridge that we're yeah. done here. He's great, but we're done here. I just need a backcourt. So, you know, tell me who's... Well, you, know. you had CJ, and he wasn't playing for the No, no, no. CJ's out. He's hurt. I'm not talking about hurt, because everybody's got hurt players. Right. Everybody's got hurt players. Sure. But you I'm, have DMPCD, is what you I, I have got, you know, because this is a new thing in the NBA. Like, you're done here, and we're not playing you, and you can go find your next gig, but we're not playing you. I mean, Andre Drummond... Last played a game, I think, in January. Like, seriously. It's been a while. And Blake Griffin, he was, he was sitting there so long, you know, growing moss that the, the Nets get him. And when I talked with him, he, he didn't look like, you know, Job of the Hut sitting there. He looked like he could play basketball mm-hmm. when I interviewed him last Tuesday. No, the Nets have all, they're just like, they're still, they're still working. He's conditioning. <laughs> so call me next time, Chris. I mean, when my next play, when my when my best player gets hurt, I, I still think he made the right call. Real team yeah. fandom or fake team fandom? Because you could trade and beat me, and we could solve this. Yeah, I think. I think. But, I mean, what else you got over there? Okay, uh, a little breaking NFL news: Steelers and GM Kevin Colbert, one year extension. Okay, very good. Kevin Colbert. All right, we're making that making that Ben news. The right? Ben news, right? <laughs> Saying, that, hey, ben look, the ben, Big Ben. <laughs> big, here, here, let's talk this real quick. Um, as Kevin Colbert has signed a one-year contract extension uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, 
And so there's more continuity for the uh, franchise that is the absolute personification, for lack of a better phrase, for an organization, uh, personification of continuity. Um, Big Ben, we all know, is a first ballot Hall of Famer, correct? Correct. Right, okay. And Big Ben has accomplished a lot. Big Ben normally, and, and, and this is part of his M.O., his M.O. is come back from injuries that seem to be normally taking everybody out, like the man's come back from a million high ankle sprains that many people can't, right? <laughs> right. And then for him, he absorbs hits in the pocket yep. that normally ends a play, but for him, that's just the beginning, right? right? Yep. He is, I think, I haven't looked it up, I haven't asked NFL Network Research, I think he's the only quarterback uh, of the 21st century to survive being fornowed by his management. <laughs> Normally, that's the death knell for a quarterback. <laughs> that is. When you're, when you're referred to as the starter right now or for now or he's our starter, he's our starting quarterback at the moment, when you're for now or right now or at, at the, the moment, moment. as he was by the general manager, Kevin Colbert, that means you're done. We all thought that. We, we thought that's bye it bye. for Ben. Bye-bye. doesn't matter what the number is going to be. When you're basically asked – when it's asked of you about you to management saying, you know, Hey, um, he's, a, you know, your guy, but he's costs a lot. Like what's, what's the future here for the quarterback here at such a late stage of his career. And the answer is he's our starter right now or for now that that means you're done. If you're certainly if on top of it, the general manager will only allow in terms of your future, that you're a human being that practices photo th- th- uh, photosynthesis where you, you absorb, you take in oxygen, and you emit carbon dioxide. Like, that's the only thing that Kevin Colbert would allow about Big Ben being a stealer. Yes. That's, this may be Big Ben's greatest accomplishment. <laughs> that's insane. Okay, so he and Kevin Colbert, now that they have those one-year deals, they're attached at the hip. Who knew? For one more year. That's it. For one more year. That's like, they're like, they're like Thelma and Louise grabbing hands and flooring it into the 2021 season, the AFC North Cliff, and they are the quarterback and general manager of the Pittsburgh Steelers for now. I'll rain down my judgment and we'll move forward. There you go. In hindsight, that's, that's my reaction to the Kevin Colbert news. In hindsight, was that, was that the best move for Thelma and Louise? To floor it? Yeah. I mean, in retrospect, looking back, hindsight, no. I, I think that was that was you know they were they were going to jail. They were caught in the moment. Is it kind of short sighted though? Kind of a little short sighted. Spoiler alert! Oh, oh come on. What else? All right, uh, odds for the NCAA tournament, guys. Your uh, four number ones, big heavy favorites: Gonzaga two to one, Illinois five to one, Baylor six to one, Michigan plus six fifty. Rich, what does that mean? That means you gave odds for the other ones, and when you, then you said plus and then a number. What does that mean? Well, it's six and a half to one. Oh, okay. So, Thank you. Know. you. That's how tough is that? Yeah. Syracuse, 125 to one. Okay. In case you're throwing down out there. Some boxing news. We're going to have it. It's going to be on. Anthony Let's Joshua go. Tyson Fury. Oh, yes. Sign on for a two-fight series. Top-ranked source said, quote, it's pending. Finding a site and a date that's acceptable to both fighters. We have 30 mm-hmm. days from the signing, or the deal could go away. ESPN reported 50-50 split of the contract share for the first fight, 60-40 to the winner in the rematch. Oh, that makes sense. Plan is for both fights to take place 
in 2021. Oh, yes. The first in June or July with okay. the rematch in November or December. All right. Well Let's done. get it Let's, on. Well done. I'm with it. We have not had Anthony Joshua on this show or in not. studio, but uh, Tyson Fury isn't the tallest to be on the Rich Eisen show. I think that belongs to Boban. Boban. Yeah. Who, and then Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Right? Like inch under Boban. And then just in studio, I mean, we had Shaq, but in studio in Atlanta for the Correct. Super Bowl. But uh, Tyson Fury is the tallest Rich Eisen show guest ever to appear in short, short, Ooh. pink shorts. Short shorts. Right? Speak of thigh meat, bro. Right? There was Mary's. a lot of that. Going there was. <laughs> and then I'll just, you know, Tyson Fury's appearance here on the show was dynamite in terms of what he said and how deep he was about his battle with mental health and mental illness. And he also set a record for number of people in our green room. <laughs> Facts. Right? How yep. many were there, TJ, when Oof. we sent you back there? 13, okay. maybe? Yeah, it was a and, and also, I think you and I share this uh, observation as well. Most people in our green room who spoke the English language, you couldn't understand. Yeah. Right? I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought Snatch 2 was being exactly. filmed I needed, in our green I needed, room. I needed, guy, I needed, I needed yeah. guy Ritchie subtitles. I was ready to buy a caravan from your ma. And no, with with right? no, we, remember I came out here? Remember I came out here? And you, I'm had, like, you look so confused. You, when I you came, came out here out. and I'm like, okay, we just, I just was back there. They were talking to me and I did not understand. One guy started doing magic in the yeah. break. And he, was, <laughs> but he was also dressed in like this gorgeously tailored pinstripe yeah. suit. He was a trainer at the, he was a Trainer. Yeah, I don't know what was happening. He showed up like dressed to the nines with amazing. his shoes and his tie was impeccable. It was amazing. And he starts doing magic tricks. And I understood the magic, but not the words out of his mouth. <laughs> Five minutes. It's wild. I think I have a, I think I have a picture of all, of all of us. <laughs> it was a wild do, appearance here. I, right? I got I to find that. And on that day. I thought the pikeys were in the bag. I had no idea what was happening. None. Well, that was Tyson Fury's appearance on the Rich Eisen show. He's fighting. He's fighting. That'll be great. Yeah. That'll be great. All right, let's take a break so we're on time relatively for Kurt Warner, uh, my compadre from the NFL Network, Pro Football Hall of Famer, as Drew Brees will be, fellow Walter Payton Man of the Year, as Drew Brees is. We'll talk about Brees and more QBs with Kurt in a moment. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least... The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O-Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Back here in the Rich Eisen Show. Because he was because Kurt Warner uh, kindly accepted our invitation to appear on the Rich Eisen Show today. I texted him the morning, this morning because Drew Brees is retiring and he's going to go in the same Hall of Fame gal, bus gallery as Kurt Warner and also uh, with a, the Walter Payton Man of the Year award patch on his chest, which is one of the greatest accomplishments. So why would we show Kurt, uh, Kurt losing a throwing contest to Kyler Murray before coming on? I don't understand that. Uh, Kurt Warner here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Kurt? Boo! (laughs) I mean, you even reference it there. That's the funny thing is that you had those lousy rubber high school balls when I threw. Yes. And then you made a point of saying, oh, these are the Dukes. These are the actual NFL footballs that Kyler gets to throw. But okay, you know, whatever. The the reason why I pointed that out at the time, Kurt, is if you recall, he was deciding whether he's playing football or baseball. I showed up to the Super Bowl and talked about neither. And so I was pointing out as he was accurately throwing the Duke balls, I even asked him, like, what, is this the first time you've thrown an NFL ball? He didn't even answer that. You know, so that's – it wasn't about – that one wasn't about you. Oh, that yes, one. it was. It, it, you know, I know you have multiple motives there that, yes, you were trying to get your question answered, but you were also yes. just digging, digging. You knew I was watching. You knew – I was, I was a little irritated from earlier in the week. I know. You Why are you sure. irritated? Oh, from earlier in the Super Bowl week. How are you doing now? Yeah. What's going on right now, Kurt? Everything good with you? Um, Life's good? Yeah, I'm doing well. Um, you know, just got back uh, last week from the filming of my movie. That yes. Filming. And so uh, now it heads to the editing editing bay, and uh, they put it together for hopefully a, a release around Christmas time, depending on COVID and people back to, to normal and getting to the theaters. So we'll see how that plays out. So uh, that's pretty exciting. And um, obviously free agency, getting back to work a little bit the next couple of days, yes. free agency and some film sessions with some, uh, some of our top players and, and Baldy um, over the next couple of days. So, uh, you know, getting back to work a little bit, diving into the draft, um, you know, starting to, to work on the quarterbacks there. So, uh, so all good, just uh, bouncing around, doing a lot of stuff, and then, uh, you know, staying, staying involved with the football game because we know that's 365. That's right. Well, let's, uh, I'll unpack those one at a time. Let's start with the football. Um, the retirement of Drew Brees, we were all expecting it. Um, he and you and he will share a room forevermore when he gets there which is going to be the first possible opportunity for him. <laughs> yeah. um, so you, you, you know what it's like to have a Hall of Fame career um, and wear that patch on the chest. Your, your two cents considerable uh, on the retirement of Drew Brees. Kurt Warner is what? Yeah, I mean, you know, first, you look at big picture, and you're just grateful that you got a chance to witness one of the greatest careers, especially at the quarterback position, that we've ever seen. 
and you know me. Um, I love the nuances of the position. I, I love people that can play it mentally first, the ability to process information and see things and, and get through progressions and, and those sorts of things. And I don't believe anybody did it better than Drew Brees. When, you know, when I would pop on the film every week uh, after a Sunday slate, uh, I couldn't wait to get to Drew because his ability, and you know, I always use the term trying to, to simplify the game as quickly as possible. So you want to eliminate as many defenders as you can as quickly as possible and then get the ball to the right guy in a timely fashion. And that is what Drew Brees did so well. You know, We can sit here and know oh, he wasn't the biggest guy, didn't have the, the strongest arm, and, and you can go down the list of, of things that he didn't possess um, from a physical standpoint. But he more than made up for that with what he did mentally, his anticipation, his accuracy, um, you know, his uh, processing, as I just said. And, and those are things that, uh, that I appreciated, I think, maybe more than most because that's how I played the game and it's how I saw the game. And so I'm going to miss uh, turning on the tape every week and watching Drew put on the clinics that he puts on. Um, and, you know, I've said for years, you know, we've got so many talented players in the league, the Aaron Rodgers and, and Russell Wilsons and stuff. But whenever I work with a young kid uh, and I say, if you want to watch somebody on how to play the position and the technique and the details of throwing a football, you watch Drew Brees because he was such a technician with everything that he did. And so uh, I'm going to miss watching him. Um, I look forward to, uh, to having him, you know, become a teammate in Canton. And I look forward to what he's going to do next. I, I love the fact that we saw the announcement today he's going to mm-hmm. join NBC Sports. And I think that's one of the biggest and toughest things about the transition from something you've done your entire life and, you know, playing as many years in the NFL as he did is, okay, what's next? And I think a lot of guys kind of wallow around trying to figure out, okay, how do I – how do I step into something else, or where do I go from here? I love that Drew has a plan. He's going to jump right into TV, and uh, I think that's something that will help make the transition easier for him. And I think because of all the things that I mentioned, he'll be uh, he'll be great on TV. Well, and again, um, that's another similarity between you and him is that you you stepped right into broadcasting to to supplement that you know love of football that no longer is an, uh, an itch scratched by actual gameplay. But here's another aspect, Kurt, is um, reconstructing your career after the place where you started, um, you know, broke up with you in a way, you know, yeah. and and uh, just his just his drafting in, in the second round. Obviously, it's different in terms of you and you and he and the fact that you won a Super Bowl right from the get-go and then had another Super Bowl appearance in your first spot. But he is synonymous with New Orleans, and you went to two different places, including Arizona, which you took to a Super Bowl and, you know, won a, a, a Walter Payton Man of the Year award. So you brought your philanthropy to a new town. What is that like? What, what, what do you think that's like and what he's thinking about today that he's retired from the NFL with that on his resume? <laughs> I think there's so many cool things about the way it played out. And as you said, when we hear Drew Brees' name, we automatically think of New Orleans. And I think a lot of people kind of forget about his time with the Chargers. Um, but, but I love you know, some of those things. We could talk about you know, the six-foot plateau. And you know, everybody's saying, oh, he's not prototypical. He can't play the game. He can't play quarterback in the NFL at that size. 
he opened up a door uh, for so many guys to follow and for so many teams to look at the quarterback position differently. Because not only did he play the position, but he played the position inside the pocket, showing that you can be a great passer and a great pocket passer even at that size. Uh, the other part, as you mentioned, um, you know, one of the hardest things to do is you know, when one team basically says, oh, no, you're not good enough. We're moving on. We're going to draft another quarterback. So hard uh, to be able to change the perception of who you are um, going somewhere else. And then you, know, you couple that with the injury that he had on top of it. Um, and so to be able to reshape his career and to reshape it the way that he did, becoming one of the greatest to ever play the game after one team said, nope, you're not good enough, uh, I think that also is an inspiration to so many people out there. And, you know, I can look at myself in, in the same manner that, you know, one team said, oh, God, we're moving on, we're going, you, you know, you can't do it anymore. And that challenge of, you know, changing people's perception around the league of what you can be and what you can do. Uh, and he did that as well as anybody. And so I look at those two things and see how he shapes the minds of, of people moving forward, whether that be organizations and how they look at uh, different guys or young guys, you know, coming through things and saying, well, everybody's told me I'm too small or, you know, this team said I wasn't good enough. Um, you know, he changes the way that, that people kind of drive and move towards whatever their goals are because of some of the things that he accomplished. So uh, just a, he's going to be a storied career, you know, something, you know, we can sit back and say, I don't know if we're going to see much like this, even though the numbers are crazy now in the NFL. But just what he did, the consistency by which he did it is rare. And, um, it, you know, just so much fun to watch him do what he did. And, um, you know, as a fan, like I said, I was kind of holding out that maybe we get to see a little bit more. But excited for him and Brittany and the family. They've done so many wonderful things. And I don't, I don't think they're done yet. There's uh, a lot more for him to accomplish, and I look forward to watching him in the next chapter. Kurt Warner here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, what is your first blush uh, analysis of the quarterback class coming through in the draft that is kind of, uh, I guess, bubbling now just beneath the surface now that free agency is about to hit? And teams might uh, fill roles uh, in that regard um, uh, through free agency. What, what is your f- uh, first blush assessment of the quarterback class in 2021? Yeah, you know, I'm interested to see how this plays out. Uh, you know, I've, I've only studied a couple of the guys. I've really only studied Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields so far. Um, and obviously some, some things to, to really like about those guys. Um, you know, also some things that I saw on tape that I thought uh, got some things to work on. Oh, um, they're in the Warner's you know, corner with, already? They're in the Warner's with, corner already, Kurt? These uh, kids well, are – They're oh, not there yet, but okay. they'll, they'll be there. Okay. They'll be there. Um, <laughs> you know, so – but, but you know, that's the case with every young quarterback is that there's always going to be a lot to like, and then there's going to be some deficiencies that you sit back and go, okay, this is what they're going to have to be better at at the next level if they're going to become what we think they can become. And that becomes this process. You know, you know me. I'm not a huge draft guy or, or, or analyst when it comes to college to pro because I, I just there's so many factors that go into that. That I've seen guys that come out of college as great players and they never really progress in the NFL and they kind of disappear. And then we've seen other guys like the Tom Brady's uh, or maybe myself that That's right. you know aren't all that coming out of college. 
but we continue to progress and grow and get better and get better. And then, you know, one day you find yourself, you kind of at the top of the mountain. And so it's so hard for me to look at these guys. Oh, this guy's going to be great. And this guy, I don't know if he's got it because, you know, there's so much that has to happen and you have to put them at the speed and the complexity of the NFL and then really assess them. So, you know, so much of this is just speculation. Uh, but again, I, I think we've got a class that, that shows a lot of really good things and finding themselves in the right situations. A lot of these guys, I think, have a chance to be really good starters in the NFL. But from what I've seen, and, and as I said, I've really only, you know, studied two guys in depth. Yeah. There's also some deficiencies there and things that I think they're going to have to get better at uh, to become the upper echelon of, of, of an NFL quarterback. What's Trevor Lawrence's deficiencies that you saw, Kurt? Um, you know, I think there's a couple things that, you know, sometimes he gets away from his technique. And when I say that, I mean um, he can get really wide in his, his base. And when he tries to, to put the ball out there, there's times to me that the ball hangs a little bit. And, you know, hanging okay. in college is different than hanging in the pros. Oh, yes, the it ball does. hangs it all on you, gets away from you, doesn't get there as quick as you want it to. Um, you know, that goes the other direction. I think he's a great athlete. But I think he needs to get better at making athletic throws. And what I mean by that is when your body's moving in different directions or the quicker throws where you don't always get set and you've got to bring your body and you've got to be accurate with some of those things, um, you know, I think there's, there's some things that he's got to work on there. He's a great athlete, though. I mean, he can do so many things uh, you know, from an athletic standpoint. But there's a, a way to play the position athletically. And I look at a guy like a Patrick Mahomes or an Aaron Rodgers and all the ways that they're able to throw the football and use their body and be accurate, um, you know, when, when they're falling away from pressure and they're, and they're moving out of the pocket. And, um, you know, so, some of those things that I think he's going to have to get better at because you don't always get to set up in the NFL, right? It doesn't always get to be pitcher perfect. Uh, you got to make sure that you're ready for some of those things and be more fluid with some of those things, which is something that, uh, that I think he'll have to get better at. Sorry, in the NFL. Okay, that's your dog again. Is that you? Do you we're going <laughs> low. Well, I got to tell you, Kurt. You're, I think you're a lone wolf in criticizing Trevor Lawrence. I think that's what that. I think that's what Stella's saying. You're a lone wolf. Yeah, on that, that is probably true. And <laughs> I didn't criticize him. You're not criticizing. I know. Out you're the right. positives <laughs> and the negatives. Just analyzing the big picture. Uh, Kurt Warner, a couple minutes left uh, with Kurt right now. What is Alex Smith thinking right now, do you think? Because so many people are like, you know what? Urban was his college coach. Trevor needs to be coached by a professional, what it's like to be a professional. That's what Alex Smith is going to do. And I'm sitting here thinking, I don't know if that's what Alex Smith is thinking. You know, he might come around to that. I mean, that might be what winds up happening. But what do you think is going through this veteran's head right now, Kurt? I just think what goes through Alex Smith's head is, Come on, people. I mean, at some point, give me credit for being a good starter, a winning quarterback in the National Football League. It just seems like everywhere he goes, it's always like, well, you know, we're going to find someone better. We're going to find someone better. I mean, happened in San Fran, then it happened in Kansas City, and now it happens in – I mean, here's a guy that comes in after everything he's been through and leads them to the playoffs, and now it's like, oh, we're going to move on. He's not, he's not good enough. You know, it's just like – Give me a little bit of respect on my name. It's got to be what Alex Smith is, is thinking because he is so good in so many facets and he would make any team better um, that I'm sure he's just kind of going, well, I mean, how many times do I have to do this before I can find a home where somebody you know, will, will entrust 
um, you know, the situation to me and not have to, you know, always look over my shoulder. So I think that's the first thing that he's thinking. But the second thing is, you know, for any free agent quarterback right now, there's just not a lot of spots out there. You know, there's not a lot of situations where you can go and, and, and be, you know, the bona fide starter and people are going to, you know, pay you as a starter and, and turn the keys over to you with a lot of young guys in the league and possible movement, um, you know, with the guys that are coming in the draft that, you know, we've got a good crop of quarterbacks in the draft that teams could decide to, you know, like your team at the Jets, right, could easily decide, hey, we're going to go – Wilson or someone at number two, and now Sam Darnold becomes free. And so then you have Alex Smith or Sam Darnold, and most people are going to go, well, let me take my chance with a Sam Darnold because we could get the guy um, to be the franchise guy for, for the long term. And so I, I think it's going to be interesting with um, you know, guys like Alex Smith and you know, which, of these, you know, uh, which of these things kind of fall with these different organizations that decide to go you know, in the draft, and then they have a guy that becomes free. Um, and then, of course, if, you know, if one of these big dominoes falls with Watson or Wilson, which I don't think, uh, in my opinion, is going to happen, but if one of those things happen, uh, that could shake everything up a little bit more. So uh, Alex Smith may end up finding himself in a situation like that, which I don't think is ideal because I know he wants to be a starter and you don't want to just you know, keep the seat warm until – the next guy's ready. That's never where you want to go, especially later in your career. Um, but I think it may play out that way for Alex, unfortunately, just because there's not a lot of spots out there. All right, Kurt, uh, before I let you go, you and I were going to talk on NFL Network in about a half an hour, actually, so uh, for the free agency frenzy. Uh, before I let you go, um, your movie that I've been hearing about for so long that everybody thinks – you know, should have been made the minute that you won your championship <laughs> back in 1999. Uh, I've known you uh, as a as a colleague at NFL Network for a decade plus now. This this movie shot. It's in the can, as they say. It it is in the can. Okay. Uh, you know, with all the challenges of COVID and and all the protocols, um, you know, everybody through Lionsgate um, did an unbelievable job of of pushing through and, and getting through this and filming it, and so. Yeah, it's happening. Uh, you know, it has been a long time coming and, and a process to get the story right and the essence right, and I think we're there, um, you know, at least with the shooting and the script and everything up to that point, and um, now it's how they piece it together. So uh, we're extremely excited about where it's at, the people that are involved, um, the way that it's been, you know, worked together, um, and then we're excited to see, you know, when it all comes to the big screen. Okay. Is, um, you know, how that plays out. It's, uh, but yes, it's in the can. It is definitely happening. It, uh, it really just comes down to a matter of when right now. Okay. So a few questions on this. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the working title or it's a title? Is that a, is the working title or where you got a title? Right now, uh, the, for the film. The title is American Underdog. American Underdog. And, American you're, Underdog. and I know you're played by the actor Zachary Levi, who's known best yep. for being Chuck and Shazam for, the, yep. for TV and film. Um, and then there's some other important roles that I'm concerned about. Um, first of all, Brenda Warner played by who? Who's Brenda Anna Warner? Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin wow. is a big-time yep. celebrity and actress. Okay, okay. Dick Vermeil is played by? Um... Why am I drawing a blank right now? Oh, no. Uh, it's no, okay. Yeah. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid oh, is yeah. Dick Vermeil. Oh. Yep, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid is Dick Vermeil? Okay. Yep. Uh, yep. Does, is Marshall Falk portrayed in this film as well? Is too late uh, in this film? He is portrayed. Not, not a big role, more of a okay. football role, so nobody... Um, 
you know, nobody specific playing, playing okay. Marshall's spot. Okay. Um, and I just wanted to thank you in advance of getting uh, Brad Pitt to play me in your broadcasting <laughs> part of the film. So thank you for that. How did he look? Uh, on- uh, he looked good. That, that scene got cut. <laughs> but, uh, but, he, but he looked really good in the scene. When we, when really? We Who's going to yeah. tell Brad that? Who's going to uh, tell? I don't know. Well, actually, actually, Is you know, like- I shouldn't say that. So okay. I think they had a scene of you talking about how the Rams are going to suck now that Kurt Warner, <laughs> now that Kurt Warner taking over for Trent Green. Uh-huh. So that that scene, that uh-huh. scene. <laughs> May make the movie. We'll, we'll have to see. I never said that on Sports Center. I never but, said that. But I think the thing is, is Brad Pitt doesn't have to play you for that. That, that that's legit. Well, we can just we can just go back in the archives and find that one. So I'm assuming, since I never got a call, there is no NFL Network in in American Underdog. It's just about your playing. Is it? It's just yes, about that one yes, year. There, there, okay. there is not. Uh, no. So he doesn't doesn't go beyond the playing career. No. Okay. In the credits, there's a guy named Man in Chicken Suit. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Have anybody looked this up? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Man, in, who's the chick? Who's Man in Chicken Suit? That was me. Yeah, I don't know who played that role, but, but what's uh, the, what's there's the, no doubt that it went back to arena football when uh, we played in a place called the Barn. So uh, Man in Chicken Suit had to be a part of the Barn. I'm, I'm assuming. All right, <laughs> all right Kurt. These are I many questions I have uh, for for uh, now that you're outside of principal shooting. Uh, we'll we'll handle it moving forward. Congrats on that. I'm very happy for you and the fam. Thank you. You Thank you. We are excited. All right, Kurt. Very good. I'll be invited to the uh, Oscar party, I hope, one day. Um, Well, yeah, I don't know. Let's not go that far. You can come to the premiere. I don't know. We'll make sure sure we have one of those. Kurt, if there's there's anybody who can go on another magic carpet ride, it's you, Kurt. Let's focus on (laughs) the possibilities, okay? Well, we'll we'll cross that bridge. But I look forward to talking to you more about it uh, as we move forward for sure. Outstanding. All right, Kurt, I'll chat with you on NFL Network in literally about a half an hour. We'll chat soon. All right, sounds good, guys. Take care. That's Kurt Warner, everybody. Dennis Quaid is Dick Vermeil. So it's well, it, Dick Vermeil, as you know, has been portrayed in film before. By by Greg Kinnear. That's right. That's yeah. right. In in the Vince Papali film. Papali. That's right. Un- Invincible. Now on IMDb, so, I mean, that's, that's the bar. That's the it's bar. It's not. Dennis Quaid doesn't have a title. No, we are we Whoa, breaking news? Breaking news. Anna Paquin, baby. Here we go. Ooh, Virginia Madsen also in this. What's she doing? She must play Dick Vermeil's wife. Or Georgia or Frontieri. Georgia Frontieri. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Virginia Madsen is Georgia Frontieri, maybe. By the way, I know this means diff- wow. more coming from the actual person who the movie is about, but yes. the last time Kurt called in, I told you guys who the cast of the movie is, because you weren't paying attention, but I, I did tell you that. Okay. So, uh, just, Look, like, TJ, it's not about you here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm right. saying it means more coming from him. I get it. It's about the but, fact that there's no like end of the movie like flash forward right, to the more, present it's day. It's more about Rich. <laughs> it's more about you. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> TJ. You know, maybe in the audio If you don't mind me saying, the- check yourself. <laughs> I won't wreck myself. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back and wrap up this show. By the way, I just read an article in the uh, break in the hour about, about some pros for turning the clocks backwards and forwards. Ooh, we'll hit that in a second. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets. 
at the Rich Eisen Show, and every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it, and then the all-in prices. That's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH. We just went down uh, memory lane of watching Drew Brees uh, at our Super Bowl um, uh, in, Su- in San Francisco. San Francisco uh, Super Bowl 50. Man. It's now Super Bowl 55, and he is retired. We were on uh, um, Audience Network then, one of Audience Network's finest shows is on Peacock. Oh, yeah. Season three of Mr. Mercedes is a streaming exclusively on Peacock. Do not miss the next thrilling chapter in the story based on Stephen King's trilogy. Stream the gripping cat and mouse chase today. Go to PeacockTV.com to sign up. Good stuff. Mr. Mercedes. We've been talking about that for years. That show is God intense. bless Chris Long. <laughs> Kingdom, Condor. Mr. Mercedes, some great television shows. Us. To say the us, DP. DP. Obviously, without DP, this show doesn't exist. So, all of that good stuff, plus the biscuit. Um, so, uh, the New England Patriots, like, we were talking about it earlier, right? Making like, what is happening right now? They have a ton of cap space, but, but they normally don't spend in free agency. We talked about it with Mike Florio. I saw during the commercial break the John U. Smith, $12.5 million a year. The most Belichick has ever given annual salary to any pass catcher breaks the Wes Welker nine and a half million than they had more wow. than the nine million max they ever gave both Randy Moss and uh, Gronk. Jeez. And you're wondering, and then and that's just the beginning, right? They've done a couple of other moves too, and you're wondering what is happening with the New England Patriots. Well, the Patriots have tweeted out what's going on. There it is, right there. <laughs> Nike, Nike the, dog. the dog sitting at the Nantucket table. Pushing all the buttons. The mind behind the Patriots all these years. We didn't know. This is, without a doubt, your clubhouse leader for NFL Twitter Tweet of the Year right now. There it is right there. There it is right there. 
There's Nike at the, the screen. Dog. He's waiting. Your Honor, what's happening? He wants to know what's going it's on. It's Nike the dog saying, I need, you know, so you'll know this. If they, you know, uh, sign uh, to a franchise contract to deal something along the lines of uh, treats or something like that. <laughs> little snack. Treats. little snack or something like that. Signing bonus. Signing like bonus. It. Very good. <laughs> By the way, is our, our, is, is our studio falling <laughs> yeah. apart right now? I think they opened up the standpipe, Rich. Uh, That's my volunteer fireman talk. Is? You yeah. want to bang on the door to basically say, you know, hey, we're filming a TV we're show over here. The standpipe. Hey. hey. Oh, they got to test Join us. by the Fuko. Forget right, about let's, it. Uh, let's take this phone call because this man's been holding on from Israel. Rafi in what? Israel, you're back oh, here yeah. on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Rafi? You there, Rafi? Hey, Rich, how are you doing? Thanks for calling in, Rafi. Hey, um, well, I was originally going to make a comment about uh, how uh, I believe we should just lock up the award for uh, GM of the Year and hand that off to Brandon Bean. Okay. For the master, masterful job he's done. I mean, the special agent, the, uh, three big free agents, and he managed to sign them all back before even the tampering period. Well, they got the, yeah, exactly. They they signed Matt Milano to a contract that I hope will um, you know uh, work out for him and the team. And you know they released John Brown. I understand. Are you a Bills fan sitting there in the state of Israel wanting to call up about it, Rafi? Is that what it is? Yeah, I called you multiple times about I my, that. Uh, my Bills fan. Okay, very good. Well. Uh, good to chat with you. Um, but I, did, I did want to make a question. I did yes. want to have a question right before you go. Um, like I appreciate all your guests. I, I love your show. I try and listen to it as much as possible. So I was wondering uh, if you would ever, if you ever consider maybe having uh, smaller individual content creators who uh, who do stuff about the NFL but aren't like big names in, in media or stuff like that to mm-hmm. maybe have them on your show. Well, I appreciate the the concept, Rafi. No doubt about that. But if you you know we got direct message, all that sort of stuff. T.J. Jefferson sees that. Thank you for the call. If you want to contribute or whatever, uh, go for it. We appreciate the call right there from Israel. We're up. We're all up. I, I appeared on the uh, NFL, the uh, like the NFL show in Ireland last I saw that. week. How'd that go? I got somebody reached out to me from Ireland saying we'd like to have you on. I'm like, that's some moxie and gumption to find me and do that. So go for it. Go for it. Let's nice. set it up. Love it. Drink a little Guinness with it. Let's set it up. Little oh. Guinness while you were on. You the know, show. we talked some football and whatever. And I made a, a at the Love time it. a timely Piers Morgan reference saying that I was going to storm <laughs> off the set. It was great, even though again, I know it's not the UK, it's Ireland. Uh, by the way, um, our, our final poll results over there, Chris. What do you got over there? Yeah, talking results? about daylight saving time. Time to ditch it, 80%. Yes. By the way, uh, I read in an article saying that in 1973, America did ditch it and uh, and then changed it back because, wow. because with no time change, the East Coast uh, sun didn't rise sometimes on the East Coast till yep. 8.30 and people were taking kids to school and pitch pitch dark that's when i was in grammar school Mm -hmm. and to that i I say too bad (laughs) it sucked as a kid i was probably one of those kids Uh, yeah we were you turned out great rich and i turned out great look at me and i'm gonna throw it a brother from another in a second we'll see you on the radio tuesday everybody (laughs) on time